0: InsightOasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at ActiveSpirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome
1: everybody. This is the last week of this year, week fifty-two of December, twenty twenty-two. Can you believe we are already here? No, never. I know I say that every week. But I'm going to stop saying it now for this year because Pam's going to give us the forecast for this week starting Monday, December 26th, heading straight into the 1st of January, 23. Happy New Year. And um, let's hope that we can finish out this year with a lot of loving kindness Pam, what's in store?
0: Okay, indeed. Let's go there. And what's in store for the 26th? Uh, My note on my calendar says that Hanukkah ends, uh, Kwanzaa begins. And so for those who practice either or both, Uh, I send you blessings and um, honor these days. We are looking at Mercury going retrograde later in the week. On the 26th, the moon is in the sign of Aquarius. And this is a great day to just take stock. um, Whatever occurred for you last week, especially anything that might have had to do with uh, restructuring, or what it is you want to get ready to launch, especially as we get into late January, once Mars is direct. But on the twenty sixth, uh, for those who are working or doing projects or getting things done, the morning is highly productive until we get into once the moon goes void at one nineteen p.m. Eastern Time. So when this happens, when the moon is void, it is void through the rest of the day. So when the moon is void, of course, it is not making another geometric aspect to another planet while it travels through the sign. And conventional wisdom is that we work on projects already in motion. We purge, we clean out, in this case, with the moon in Aquarius, clean out your email, take care of your software, things that need to be done. Keeping in mind that Mercury goes retrograde on Thursday. So it's really valuable to back up files, do the things that need to be done to make sure that you are ready. For when we are in the time when communications and uh, electronic movements don't go necessarily at the speed of light or in the direction that we had intended. So useful day for that, for those who work. Uh, If today is not a work day for you, it's still a fabulous day in the early part of the day, especially for. Clarity and communication in relationship. Uh, Ways that we network, ways that we connect, ways that we uh, reach out to one another. These are really, really valuable things to do on this particular day. On the 27th, the moon has entered the sign of Pisces at 2.34 a.m., and once that occurs, we're in this really fluid energy for a couple of days that is just like supercharged for um, creative projects, for things that we want to uh, bring to fruition, bring into being. It's also excellent time for anything therapeutic. Uh, physical, spiritual, psychological, emotional, really, really terrific for um, uh, spiritual meditation, visioning, intentions, dynamite, dynamite days. Uh, One thing to keep in mind on Tuesday is late afternoon, early evening, Some of us can feel very frustrated, very emotionally frayed, possibly anger, um, sense of feeling um, neglected or not misunderstood. If these are emotions you're roiling through or someone who you're connecting with or in the field of are going through this sort of thing, Recognize that this is a temporary condition. It may be something actually that is being brought to highlight. Perhaps whatever the anger, grievance, uh, dissatisfaction, frustration is, is something that's been eating away, has been endemic. It's, It's there. And what happens when the moon and Mars connect is we flare up we suddenly recognize the aggravant or it it hits a critical flare point. Uh, When that occurs, we can learn from it. We don't have to erupt necessarily, but if an eruption is happening to us or someone else in our lives, recognize that this is probably coming from something that needs to be articulated, acknowledged, um, put into visibility. Uh, How we deliver that message is everything. And so if you're the person feeling the friction, the anger flare up, um, give yourself time to recognize how do I really want to deliver this message? Uh, Some of us just eat it up in ourselves. We we um, self-explode, uh, we we bring it inside of us. This isn't really a great way to do, detonate it inside of us. That's the word I was thinking of. This isn't really a great way to do it either. It's much better to, to recognize what it is, see what's happening. And once we've made that uh, revelation, Then we can really move with it in very decisive and transformational ways, which I think is totally awesome and very available to many of us at this point in time. Evening of the 27th into the 28th looks like very deep self exploration or working through relationship uh, understanding. Wonderful for that. It may also be. Because another very important relationship for human beings is, yes, relationship with self, relationship with others, relationship with money, with sexual expression. These are all things that, if in any way, are thwarted or um, turned other than in the beauty of total expressiveness we want to look at and understand, well, why is that? Why why am I thwarting my ability to manifest and bring in uh, the kind of income or, um, or securities that I deserve in this lifetime? And it's not always like the finger is pointed at you as to why that's not happening. But it may be a situation in which it's important to acknowledge, how do I think about money? How do I self-value? Am I asking for what I'm worth? If I'm working somewhere where I'm underpaid, how do I do what's necessary to find ways to augment that or get me what I need, deserve, and want in this lifetime? and it's not just money it's it's anything that connects us with that sense of we have the ability to not only survive but to transform and become who we intend to become in this lifetime and money is a vessel for that i mean it's a um, it's a means for that it's not the only means but it may be a means that is something that you want to augment or or bring more into. So these are good days to get clear on it, um, form an intention, maybe even a strategy, how you might work these things get differently. Sexual expression, another way that we provide for ourselves or, or give attention to what makes us feel secure, recognized and valued in this lifetime. So these are these may be themes for some of us over these couple of days. On the 28th, uh, both the 27th and the 28th are really good days to, as I said, kind of line things up, start A project um, revisit a project. Also, just knowing that Mars is still retrograde can be some delays, but that doesn't mean that you can't give attention to it, water the soil, see how your you know what might crop up or present itself in a way that's different or uh, gives you more juice for what the plan is or where you want to go with it when the moon's in pisces it's our our means to ends are not always like concrete a to b to c to d it's more where does that go how do you follow that what do i feel about this is that intuitively a good way to go? And so we have available to us, especially people with a lot of water and earth in their horoscope or strong Neptune placement, we have available to us uh, a lot of ways that we can take advantage of things that aren't necessarily the uh, standard ways that people think oh okay you know you get there and you you clock in or you're first in line and this happens it's it's definitely a a, a different kind of way that we move through the currents when the moon is in the sign of Pisces and I think these two days look like they can be very delicious delightful and give us a lot of really good offerings for those of us who are not overly linear and open to opening up to heart to uh, possibilities and to and not being afraid of change most importantly so Wednesday the high opportunity period runs from early evening into Past midnight into early the next day. And so when we're in this high opportunity time, uh, it's wonderful for creativity, for social activities, for just doing things that open you up and feel expansive. Absolutely so much good stuff can come in on Wednesday evening for those of us who are open to it and have the luxury of uh, being able to enjoy. So the 29th the moon goes void of course at 1:21 a.m. and it enters the next sign of aries at 5 oh well, let me look at this 5:36 a.m. Now that being said mercury has gone retrograde as of 4:32 a.m. eastern time. So now we're in it. We're in the Mercury retrograde. Moon has gone into the sign of Aries. Mars is still retrograde. This is like ramping up impatient energy. So I can't recommend enough that we quiet that down. If you're you've got a lot of fire and or maybe a lot of air and impatience or worry or things that haunt your life, <laughs> then uh, it's really valuable not to get overwhelmed by that when this is going on because it's otherwise it's it's sucking you into this undertow of uh, feeling defeated before you've really gotten on the road. So that doesn't mean that things can't get done on the 29th. It just means that you want to make sure that you've, you know, backed up your files, that there's gas in the tank, that you've downloaded the maps of your destination, because um, things may not go exactly as you plan. But the most important piece here is that We remember that sometimes in order to grow, we have to go through some growing pains. So there might be, not necessarily on the 29th, but on the 30th, we can certainly encounter a bit more friction and things that are just kind of detours or delays or just stuff that aggravates. And as I said, this has, it doesn't have a universal effect on everybody. It's more a matter of how, how short is your natural fuse or someone who's a loved one or you spend a lot of time working with. And so if you can be aware that some people's fuses are particularly short um choose your battles that's what I would say you know you don't have to get into it with the the store clerk or the person who seems to be rude or or not uh wanting to give you directions (laughs) or whatever it is you just you can just decide to with the the quickness of uh the Aries fire, you could just decide, you know, I'm gonna go this way instead. So and don't, as long as the, the action to go that way instead is motivated more by it's not worth the battle, and less by I'm frustrated I'm going to try to cut corners because cutting corners is not a good way to deal with this energy. And that is emphasized on the 30th and certainly on the 31st. Uh, It may come to a head for some of us um, on the 30th if we've been particularly like squabbling or or feeling some sort of power struggle. And this can be... don't. I, I guess one thing I want to say about Saturday the 31st is don't get up on the wrong side of bed. And that phrase, what it calls to mind for me is if you wake up and you're already feeling like something's not going to go the way it should or um, something irritates me or why did so-and-so say that? I can't believe I'm waking up thinking about that. Then give yourself a few moments to quiet down the energy and take your power back. Because the thing about that phrase, take your power back, is that there are absolutely times when we are disempowered. You know, maybe we physically can't do or move the way we want to or would like to. Maybe we can't move or take advantage of certain things because we don't have the, the finances or the invitation or didn't get the job or whatever the the senses of feeling disempowered. And what's important when we feel that, because believe it or not, um, yes it it's a condition certainly absolutely no question about it but it's also the condition is either um, supported or negated by state of mind by you know what it is that the desire intention is so if a person has physical limitations, for example, and can't do the things that they used to do or they want to do, Um, that person can stay in that place of the perceived reality of the limitations or they can work with what they have the ability to do. And within that framework, they can create a sense of more empowerment not negating the fact that okay i you know i can't move my legs or i can't do something i used to be able to do but to focus on what is it that i can do and so when we get in these movements in the sky where plutos involved always We're being presented with what is and cannot be otherwise, but also instead of just seeing that impenetrable boundary, what could be or is possible, accepting that barrier or boundary. And that that is when everything starts to shift and we get a sense of our own real power. And what I love about this particular weekend is when we have that, that friction on um, that's been building up on Friday and then early Saturday morning, and we choose to get out of bed <laughs> and say, okay, moon goes void, of course, 7.44 a.m., Height of the feeling disempowered or friction or anger. And then I'm in this state of, okay, expectation, something's coming next. With that void, of course, moon and Aries, expend the energy in some way. Do it in ways that are positive, you know, exercise you're used to, wash the dishes, do things that are some kind of motion. And then when the moon enters Taurus at 12.08 p.m., we are in these delicious days. So that afternoon, evening, into uh, Sunday morning, the first. So New Year's Eve is actually having a very um, feet-on-the-ground moon in Taurus. Like, um, do things that are comfortable for you. Aim for new horizons, visions, things that you can make happen, and trust that somehow these things can happen and you are a willing participant in how that unfolds. And now I turn it over to Susie.
1: Also, Pam, please give us some, like, key words for the New Year, big, big um, New Year's Eve, Yeah. (sighs)
0: big new year's eve um i love that it has a very grounded uh moon in taurus this new year's eve and that it works uh sympathetically it's in its final movement is in trine with pluto and capricorn so it seems to me like it's a wonderful invitation to set up what is the What is the new economy? What is the new reality? What are the new structures that are sustainable? Because Moon and Taurus is about Gaia, the Earth, the Empress. And we're going into a seven year. Uh, So, not to talk too much about that at this point, but seven to me always relates to the chariot in tarot. And so you have this this metaphor image of something that we move through that is a vessel of some sort, the chariot. So it it helps us propel forward and we are moving. It's an action year. And yet it starts a bit slowly because Mars is still retrograde. Then it goes direct uh, January 12th. And then it just moves, 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 moves. And I will talk more about this in depth, but I see this Mars retrograde at the tail end of Pluto in Capricorn, basically kind of, it's like, okay, do we have everything we need in our chariot as before we're going to take off and go towards what it is we are racing forward to? And so it's it's a planning strategic period as we get into this end of the year. And probably, you know, Susie and I say this in one way or the other so many times, but the most important thing to have in your chariot is love. The people you love, your open heart, the sense of um optimism with humanity in spite of all the dire messages that seem to be out there and and that's what we all need in our chariot
1: okay chariots of love (laughs) (laughs) like that okay so let's do our meditation and get really grounded in gaia for the new year let's really Set our roots deep into the Mother Earth. So beautiful. Thank you, Pam. I invite everyone now to take that nice little position of meditation. Just settle in. And as you do, just become aware of your physical body as much as you can. To kind of smoosh down into your bones, into your sit bones, kind of grind into your seat and then allow your spine to nicely straighten up. And just take a nice deep breath, the breath that is given to us by Gaia, by the beautiful and exquisite planet And as you take that deeper breath, just allow yourself to fill up your lungs. And as we do this meditation today, let's visualize visualize ourselves as a tree. Just see yourself now that the spine is like the trunk of the tree. You can visualise to your legs as a part of that trunk if you visualise yourself standing nice, straight and tall.
2: And now let's visualise
1: from the bottom of our feet that we are sending out an elaborate root system that reaches deep and down into Mother Earth and visualise those roots spreading out horizontally as well, meeting up with all of the other roots of the trees that we share the land with, with all of the mycelium networks, and just feel yourself as you're reaching out with your roots That not only are you giving to the earth of your body, but you're also receiving into your body nutrients, water, and also there is an exchange on the electromagnetic level as well. You're picking up
2: the electromagnetic energy field of the earth around you. In that place that is dark beneath the earth, that is rich with life,
1: rich with nutrients. And just feel your roots reaching even deeper than what would normally be a tree's roots as we're doing this as a visualisation on a spiritual level. Just visualise now your roots going through all the layers of earth as well, not just that superficial soil top layer that trees normally live on. Just visualise them going deep deep and deep and deep and deep and down into the earth. and visualise them energetically
2: now going to the core of earth.
1: And at the core of the earth, your roots, your tree roots, are tapping into the giant iron core crystal
2: that is at the centre of the earth. The pulsing heart of our mother.
1: And she provides for us that electromagnetic field that allows for our life
2: here on the earth.
1: Feel yourself tapping in. Becoming grounded, reconnecting if necessary, if you've become adrift, reconnecting back into Earth, reconnecting into the field of the Mother. And then feel that energy, that life giving energy coming up through the roots. From the center of the earth through all of the layers of earth, and with that, picking up all of that information and that wisdom of Mother Earth, and then coming
2: high up into
1: you, into your trunk, into your legs, through your body, up through your spine through your nervous system, up into your brain,
2: through your arms.
1: You can almost feel a tingling of energy, like a micro pulsation through your body as you receive this energy from Mother Earth, tapped in at the root of the earth. Tapped into the core of Pachamama, tapped into the very essence of Gaia herself.
2: Then, as you
1: feel this energy, feel it becoming very natural. It's a very organic way for you to be, very stable. And it helps. As you tap in, it helps to neutralize any of the harmful energies around us of these different electromagnetic field energies from our cell phones and computers and all the Wi-Fi and all the technology everywhere, all of that man-made electricity, even the harmful rays that might approach us from the heavens, from the sun. And just feel that when you're in this grounded state, when you're tapped into the heart of the mother, that you're able to neutralize any of these other harmful energies around you. And visualize your tree reaching
2: up now, up through the air,
1: through the beautiful, fresh air of the day. Visualize around yourself a beautiful, clear
2: sky. And feel
1: yourself reaching out, expanding into your environment, reaching out with your branches and your leaves, and feel the energy of the sun hitting the crown chakra, the top of your tree, the top of your head.
2: As you stand up beautifully and straight, a being of
1: this earth, a sacred being of this earth, a blessed tree, deeply connected in at
2: the core and reaching up into the heavens, reaching out into the environment, sharing of
1: yourself with the world around you, enabling life, supporting life, just as the trees provide oxygen, You now as the tree, providing life to others around you and as a human being, providing loving kindness, gentleness, literally providing air for others to breathe and to be free, giving them space. As you're breathing in deeply now, Feel the incredible peace, the sweetness of life, the
2: gentleness of being here now. Taking a deep breath, sending this energy out to all beings everywhere. May all beings
1: enjoy this grounded state of being connected deeply to Mother Earth. May they all feel the freedom and greatness of being a human being.
2: And as we take a few deeper
1: breaths, knowing that this quality is within ourselves and that we carry it with us every single day with every single breath this quality of being grounded and deeply, deeply connected to this sacred mother, our earth. Thank you, everyone, for being with us. Thank you, Pam, so much for another incredible year of accurate and most helpful forecasts. Uh, We really love being here every week for you all. And we pray that you will have a wonderful, happy, creative and absolutely fabulous New Year. Thank you so much, everyone. Love now. You
0: have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.